Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Lights Out F1 podcast. I'm Kiriel, here with my co-hosts. I'm Kevin. And I'm Gershon. Sorry about the audio today, guys. Uh, yeah, we're trying out some new stuff. Uh, we're recording from LA and San Diego right now, so it's a, it might sound a little worse than usual. Sorry about that. But, uh, you know, we're working on it. Hopefully, it'll improve with time. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's just uh, get to the F1 stuff. You know, No one cares about all that boring uh, audio bullshit anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. All the yeah, technical let's, shit. <laughs> let's jump right into it. Uh, once again, we're, we're in an off week. Um, it's the week after the U.S. Grand Prix and the week before the Mexican Grand Prix. So still uh, plenty to talk about. Um, one thing I wanted to jump right into uh, was more pressing news last week, but I think still... Um, Still interesting uh, topic is the Andretti Alfa Romeo Sauber deal falling through. Yeah, hey guys, so it uh, seems like uh, it seems like we're not getting another American F one team at least for the time being. Uh, I mean, there's lots of conflicting sources. I mean, the mm-hmm. all most of the European reporters who I would assume are getting their info from Sauber, they say the deal has fallen through. But then there's like IndyCar reporters who I assume are getting their info from Andretti, and they're saying that the deal is not fully dead but like it's it seems like it's looking very very much less likely than it was like a week ago mm-hmm. yeah do we uh, uh do we know was, what caused like the fall through? yeah that, do we know i was why? gonna talk about that i was trying oh, yeah. to read as much as i could about it and yeah th- this it's interesting because this was a a rumor that you know garnered so much like steam and it kept going to the point where like it seemed like, especially from the Andretti camp, there was a lot of optimism, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think we were we were getting really close, like on the F one grid. But um, I think what halted that was exactly that. I think the Andretti camp was not pretty much like not on the same page as uh, Sauber. I think um, the initial asking price was I, I forget. I think it's more or less let's say like 400 million for an 80 percent stake i believe in Mm -hmm. the uh sauber controlling group and then i think uh the owner of uh sauber he he asked for another 250 million on top of that i believe Mm -hmm. um yeah pertaining to like something having to do with like a sponsor more just call it let's call it like sponsor insurance right like if sponsors pulled out and all that like in uh yeah it was cash dead you know they'd have that 250 million as insurance, and uh, I think that was the major roadblock that uh, Andretti encountered, and are not really quite willing to shelf out, you know, because I think part of the major appeal of Andretti going into F1 through Sauber was that they don't have to pay that initiation fee. Um, it's a team already with, uh, you know, an infrastructure, infrastructure, they have a wind tunnel um, and all that, so kind of the allure of going to a team. Um, like Sauber that has the bones, but not quite the results to show for it. It's it's not as appealing anymore. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, the money heard, the money definitely makes sense that you know it didn't match up. I mean, you know, you're paying for a lot, of course. Like you said, the wind tunnel, all the staff, and everything, and all the experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. Yeah, it's all kind of speculation at this point until anything like comes out from either of the like actual parties. Um, but besides all like the you know, like business reasons, just like, you know, trying to get more money for like, you know, buying or selling or whatever. 
another big issue that the Sauber side had with the deal was that if Andretti did buy the team, he was planning to lay off like 200 members of the Sauber staff and replace oh, them yeah, with yeah. his own Oof. workers. That's so, yeah, I mean, Sauber is like, it's not like a Ferrari or like a, you know, Mercedes. It's, 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 it's a smaller like family team. It's, it's like a, a Williams yeah. almost, you know? So, I mean, Peter Sauber definitely didn't want to, you know, take 200 jobs away from people who he's worked for for like you know who knows how long so i think yeah. it's also a big part of it that he didn't really just he didn't feel comfortable i think uh knowing that's what was going to happen yeah definitely when you put it into perspective 200 people just getting booted from their job it's like especially if you're the owner you don't want to you naturally want to protect them from that hopefully at least i would hope most owners <laughs> want to protect their employees from being booted by the new owner no but um yeah it's it, it, it sucks a little bit i was I was starting to get really excited about the prospect of Andretti getting in. You know, we we've seen their success in IndyCar and other motorsports. I know, sure they could bring over that winning pedigree, um, but yeah, you know, shit happens, I guess. Um, and I know that the owner of Sauber, he's not the type to be quite in a rush to sell the team. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves F one. He's happy to keep it, um, hold on to it until a more enticing uh, and legitimate offer, I guess, comes along. So we'll see um maybe andretti will change their mind at some point down the future but yeah for now it looks like uh treat uh, like talks have retreated and uh probably not going to see anything for for a while on that and uh yeah rip to yeah. colton hurt yeah. his chances i guess it, it sucks yeah i mean i was definitely excited yeah. to see like not only an american team but like an andretti autosports f1 team mm-hmm. that's kind of insane but yeah i mean uh, if it's not gonna you know happen properly i guess it's for the best I and mean, we all we all see what's going on in Haas, like the current American F1 team. It's yeah. barely even American at this point. Like, it's not really a representation of, like, America in F1. Yeah. So I wouldn't want something similar team. to happen the Russian sponsor with, with Andretti. in England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> speaking of Sauber and Sauber rumors, I guess, um, yeah. I mean, we all know about the never-dying, like, continual year-in, year-out uh, Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche group rumors that they're going to come in as a team or an engine manufacturer yeah. or something. But I mean, there's again, you know, with the new engine regulations coming into play in 2025, 2026, around that time, um, again, you know, Volkswagen group has dipped their toes into the uh, pool of F1 engine rumors again, like always. And, you know, a big rumor is that perhaps one of the Volkswagen brands, be it Audi or Porsche or whoever, um, is considering to come in uh, with a similar relationship to how Red Bull and Honda operate as like a mm-hmm. like a semi works team kind of. I mean, almost a full works team, I guess, because they're only, they're only engine customer right now. So, you know, uh, getting back to Sauber, uh, you know, there's a big rumor that perhaps Porsche or Audi will will you know partner with Sauber in 2025 or 26 and and uh, return to making engines for F1. Just you know, it's it's not a yeah, new rumor. I mean, it always happens yeah. every every time there's new engine regs. It's like, oh, is is Volkswagen finally gonna enter F1 again? But you know, it's always fun to speculate, and I do hope that they you know they they rejoin F1 because it's like it's one of the biggest like most storied brands in in you know automotive industry and in motorsport. I mean, to have Audi or Porsche or whoever on the grid would be would be pretty cool to see, and I think they can make good engines. I mean, I think that they have the yeah. engineers and the money, so it's definitely an interesting idea. That I, I mean, I hope yeah, it finally happens. They definitely have the resources, mm-hmm. and I think just piggybacking off what you said to see like the likes of like a Porsche or Audi 
going against Mercedes and Ferrari and um like even Red Bull, well, that would be that'd be quite a treat. And I mean, really, like the more top manufacturers you have in F one, I think the better because I think it's a better um, depiction of how F one is the pinnacle of mm-hmm. motorsports. Right? It's like the summit. It's you know where you want to be. Um, but yeah, moving uh, aside from the uh, Sauber uh, deal part, this, this does have implications on the driver lineup. I think that is this whole deal um, was probably the exact reason why we haven't gotten an announcement yet for the second seat. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume now we'd probably be getting that announcement shortly. Probably out. I, I think we can agree that Giovinazzi is probably not done enough to keep that seat. I think he's shown flashes of talent, but yeah, I don't think yeah. that he's, he's staying enough one much longer. Yeah, it sucks for him, of, but it's, it's, yeah, just, it's it how it works. It's like a meat grinder. You know, if you're not the best, you're going to get thrown out. So, Exactly. Sucks, yeah, I think life. the front runner is still Guan Yu Zhou with that uh, hefty uh, Brinks truck he's bringing along with him. Yeah, it's hard to, to turn down power. 30 million euros for one yeah. year. You know, I mean, especially a <laughs> yeah. team like Sauber, who's like very much in like, uh, I mean, because they don't really have like a very set future. I mean, they could just keep going on this current track, yeah. but there's always, you know, there's rumors that they're going to sell a team. So obviously there's some kind of rumbling, you know, in the management that like, you know, maybe some big shakeup is coming. So I think that. A team like that, you don't want to commit to like a, a driver like very long term. I mean, of course they have mm-hmm. they have their like you know young junior who's like you know showing flashes of brilliance in in F three uh, Tio Percher. Mm-hmm. and I don't think that they want to bring him into a, a situation like this where it's very like you know up in the air about what's going to happen to the team. In the yeah, future. no, exactly. Yeah, so I think yeah, that, it, it makes that thirty million euros it's it's hard to turn down given the given the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just get that cash injection, you know, give Bonu the driver maybe like a year and see where it goes from there. Um, I know another name that's floating around, but I personally think it's unlikely is Oscar Piastri. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he's very talented, I don't think it's going to be enough to convince Sauber to pick him up. No, I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like we said, I mean, 30 million euros is a lot of money. It's hard to turn that down. Yeah, but... um. We'll see though if an announcement comes in, you know, the the next few days or weeks or so. But um, uh, Kevin, not quite too sure what happened. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> technical I, think, difficulties. I think we lost Kevin. Uh, but I think he was talking about uh, Oscar Piastri. I just, yeah. I guess I'll I'll carry that on. Uh, I mean, my opinion. Yeah, I don't know too much about that. Oscar. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't like followed his career too closely. I know yeah. he's he's fast. He's a good driver. Um, uh-huh. But I think that in the context of again Sauber being very much not like a, in a definitive state for the future, and uh-huh. the fact that they already have their own like young talent in Theo Porcher, who many would argue is probably better than uh, Oscar Piastri, it doesn't make much sense for them to mm-hmm. turn down Guan Yu Zhou and his you know thirty million dollar, thirty million euro yeah, investment. You know, especially with the whole Sauber deal going through, it's kind of like oh. Do we do we take the better driver with the more money, or do we take the less experienced driver with you know less experience? You know, but I mean, without the Sauber deal, they're gonna need the money. They're gonna need that sponsorship money back on the plate. You know. Um, welcome back, Kevin. Kevin, you back? I don't think he is back. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's I think that's that's, that's it for excited. for Sauber. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely exciting to see what's gonna happen. It's it's a historic team. I think they're like the third or fourth like oldest team in F one at this point. Um, mm. Like behind yeah. Ferrari, obviously, and Williams. But I mean, yeah, they're a historic team. You know, uh, definitely interesting to see where the future takes them. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Mm. Who knows? Maybe they're gonna sell the team. Maybe they're gonna mm-hmm. rebrand, redirect. Oh, Kevin's back. There back, we go. Um, we got him back, ladies and gents. But yeah, it's definitely a, a very uh, mm. interesting like, crossroads for for mm-hmm. Sauber as an organization, as an F one team, uh, and it's definitely you know I, I could see it going like many different ways for them, and I'm I'm interested to see how it turns out. Definitely. I guess it's just scary because it's decision time now. No more it's like true. speculation. Yeah, deadlines coming. Like, oh, what are, what are they gonna do now? You know, like season yeah. comes over, they gotta put someone nice in the next couple of weeks. Release. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kevin, I mean, hopefully that figures out. Oh, no. I was actually, I guess before I disconnected, I was already um, segueing into the, the next oh, topic I wanted to get into. But um, yeah, I guess moving on, uh, I figured we should talk about it's the title race. It's as close as ever, and uh, it's five races left, y'all. Starting, starting it's, to get back. It's really just over, good, just over about a month left of F1, and it's going to be. It's going to be extremely tight um, for both the Mercedes Red Bull fight and the McLaren McLaren Ferrari fight, isn't it? Um, yeah, for the think... the Formula One point five title fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's crazy. You said a month left. That kind of that's, the season has flown by so is, quickly. Like I feel like we were just watching I, Bahrain like a couple weeks ago. You know, that's, yeah, that's we kind were of just insane. Watching Bahrain in March, it feels like it. It's been a um, it's been a very quick season, but a very very entertaining one. I mean, yeah, goes that's saying, yeah, for sure. season for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this, the, the car performances are so close. You know, it's, these are tracks where, you know, you can say one team has the advantage, but I think we are at a point where, you know, it's, it's up to the drivers. I think where they can make that difference, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think it's just that close. And, um, yeah, I mean, if I had to, I don't know. We, we've seen that overall Max has definitely outperformed Lewis this season in terms of um, mitigation of like mistake-making and all that. But I don't know. What, what do you guys think? This Lewis has been here you know, so many times in the title fight. This is Max's title fight. I know he says the pressure isn't really getting to him, but you know, just naturally as a racing driver in your first title fight, like, you know, do you like, do you think Lewis's experience, like, is enough to give him a competitive edge in the this last leg of the season? Uh, I, um, I think you honestly, I don't think so. I think you hit it on the head, Kev. I think you hit it on the head with the... It is Max's one and only, like, first real title fight. Uh-huh. So we don't we don't really know if he's gonna... If he's gonna he's collapse. handled it so well, though. Exactly. He's, he's, like, handled it, it he's handled it right? perfectly up until this point. But again, there's still five more races, and we haven't seen the collapse. If he doesn't collapse, good on him. Like, damn, Max Verstappen has grown up, and that's what I think is going to happen. I don't think he's going to make another mistake until the season's over. Um, but yeah, I guess it's really up to him and his maturity. Has he really grown, or are we going to see like a 2018 Max in the last race? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think I think I'd like to say that he has genuinely matured. I think he's he's been an uh, he's so young, but he has been an F1 for quite a bit now so like seven years already <clears throat> he's it's crazy he's understood yeah what do you mean like, it's his whole life it literally is yeah, literally. racing is literally his life yeah i think 
sorry, just to just a sidebar real quick. Like, I think that's interesting because uh, he he was gaining some criticism recently. I think he had I forgot who he was being interviewed with, but he was talking about how F one is not a life or death situation, and like it's not the most important thing, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and if like he's like. You know, being an F one, like I'm really grateful. It's really cool, but like if I wasn't, I'd still be doing something oh, I like. Max you know? or, like, or Lewis? No, th- this is what Max said. Max, okay. Um, yeah, and he he got like I guess a little bit of backlash, but I think putting myself in his shoes, it's he's been racing since he was like since he could walk, practically. like three years right? old, probably. I yeah, think, it's insane. I think you know when you look at how he was brought, he he was he was hardened, you know, by his dad, like borderline, if not like actual abuse yeah. <laughs> like so i think you like know, getting like, left on the highway point in his life it's not like <laughs> i don't know you, you would think like max probably is like he has other you know things he would want to do later on after this um yeah which is actually like very much the reason i don't think he will like be a record breaker just because i think he would be more inclined to retire at a earlier point after winning a certain amount but, um, I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't so it be it crazy to sudden. see him retire like after one year, like Polo Nico, win, win one championship, retire, Man, just, like, just, and just like, so just like to bro, to have that over his pissed. dad, just to say, oh, I won a championship. You never could, dad. Look at me. I'm gonna go have fun now. Bro, Fuck I think Helmut Marco would kick the bucket, bro. I think Helmut <laughs> Marco's other eye would flow out of his flat head, yeah, and he no, would but, explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry about that quick sidebar, though. I digress. Um. Yeah. No. Max is handled this like a like a champ already he looks like yeah. he's won championships before so 100 right now as it stands yeah, you know crazy. he max has edged out lewis for sure but um i don't know we've seen lewis on that back foot before you know deliver exactly. some magical performances but it, it'll be interesting i think yeah we just really have to see who does it i i at this point like i think after coda i'm like i can't really say like oh yeah the this team's the favorite here. They're probably going to take it, you know? I think we just have to mm-hmm. sit back, enjoy the show. Um, and, like, kind of relating to Mercedes' performance, it, it, let's talk about that uh, suspension trick they employed. Um, it's the one that uh, Red Bull caused Red Bull's suspicion of, like, uh, some engine trickery. Mm. Um, but it was actually a suspension a trick you're talking uh, about where they uh where the rear end like they kind of stall yeah. the diffuser and it and it like drops the rear yeah, end yeah, on, on straights yeah yeah i mean this is drag right well yeah that's oh, the whole wow. idea it's um i mean it's naturally that's how it works like when you're going that fast of course you're going faster there's more air flowing over your rear wing so you know more compression's gonna happen due to the downforce so it's a natural effect but yeah it definitely looks a lot more like sudden and a lot more noticeable on the mercedes because mm-hmm. you'll see any car will have a much lower lower rear ride height at the end of a straight than at the beginning because just the more mm-hmm. down force at that point but you can like if you watch the videos of like free practice or quality or race from from coda you like notice like when the mercedes like it like drops like noticeably it's a lot more noticeable mm-hmm. than any other car so i mean i think at this point the fia hasn't made any like statement on the legality of it yet but who knows? I, I, I think we all know is Active Arrow is illegal, but because, is it Active Arrow is the question. It's, yeah, I, it sounds too legal. I don't know. No, be, I, I mean, I this is not the first time a, a team has used a suspension trick, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh-huh. all about, I mean, F1, their engineers are, are masters of, like, operating within this gray area of the rules. You know, it's like, oh, you, you didn't say we can do this, though, you know? So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think at this point, five races left. I, I don't see the FIA, especially at this point. They really haven't talked about it. I don't think 
they're gonna make Mercedes change anything. I, but, yeah, um, I doubt that because I mean they like dragged their feet on like, the whole like flexi wing thing earlier this year. Take them a few years, yeah. few years to figure that out. So I doubt yeah. they're gonna have enough time this year because we're getting a new yeah. car next year anyway. So you know what are they gonna do? And on top of that, think about the fans. Like what people would say if randomly you know there's only a ten point gap between Verstappen and Lewis. Uh, they don't give and a that, shit about that. And then and then Mercedes <laughs> has to change their car. Like uh, I I would be upset. That I mean I'm a Ferrari fan, so I have no dog in this fight. But like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be upset. I'd just be like, what? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah but I, 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 I doubt it's going to be a problem for Mercedes. I don't see the FIA making any statement mm-hmm. this late in the season. I, it's There's not enough time, I think, to change that effectively. I yeah, think I think um, Mercedes' bigger worry is in terms of their car would be their engine blowing up because they're running it at 100% for the first time ever. That's mm-hmm. the, bigger, the bigger yeah. worry for them, for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll take those penalties. And changing a guy. I don't think Lewis can afford another penalty, though, bro. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't it it would so. be big. Yeah, that would hurt him definitely. I mean, obviously, but yeah. Well, when see, it's the this close, is, I think one. It's, I heard it's Mexico. That's Mexico? the place to do it. Maybe. I just find it funny how they've like turned Valtteri into like a a rolling dino bench for Lewis. They just want to see. Like, <laughs> they just want to get more engine data from him. They don't even care about his races anymore. It's kind of sad, but they might it's as funny. well, right? Well, yeah, they might as well. <laughs> He's getting the boot next season. You know, he's going to a different team. Like, yeah. who cares? Just might as well like, help the one that's in the fight. They don't even care about constructors. They don't give a damn about it. They just like, yeah. put all, all our effort into Lewis. Fuck it. Could you imagine if that's how it work turns out? Like, they, they fuck over Valtteri and they so lose much constructors. Lit. But when the drivers for Lewis, that'd be a crazy turn of events. But yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. That'd be well, like bittersweet yeah. for Red Bull, though. It has me yeah. interested. Which one would they I think they were definitely Red Bull definitely wants the driver's championship. Drivers. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, they don't, no, they but, don't care um, about the prize money. They don't care about any of that shit. They want the, the marketing <laughs> potential. They yeah, want Max to be a champion. They want the trophy. Yeah, no, yeah, I would talk, definitely talk they would prioritize driver's championship 100%. <laughs> talking about Red Bull, though, they, they wouldn't be able to replicate that the suspension trick like I think I've seen some people like say like why not just copy Mercedes trick because they are a high rake car mm-hmm. so um, I think it wouldn't work as uh, well mm-hmm. I guess as it does for the Mercedes um, interestingly enough so yeah I don't, I don't know I mean they have some geniuses over there at Red Bull maybe they can figure something out but um, yeah I don't see them being able to do quite the same trick that Mercedes are going to do so I think the cars are they're level pegged now you know they're, they're Pretty much in equal terms, which is yeah. is great. It's good to you see. Know, I don't want it's gonna make some interesting yeah. races for sure. It's yeah. very fun to see. Yeah, talking about feel about the uh, McLaren Ferrari. What do you guys oh, think it's gonna, gonna be so good? It's so close. I think it's I think so, they're also like, points, finally right? even matched. Yeah, like their cars yeah. are like just about neck and neck now too. I think it's gonna be think, we're gonna, we're gonna, like I two championship battles. Be Ferrari though, dude. Like yes. Like sorry to Ricardo fans, but with how inconsistent he's been, like I I see. And such a strong driver pairing like Ferrari. Not to say McLaren driver pairing isn't strong. Like, it's very strong. But yeah. the consistency of the Ferrari driver lineup, I think, will triumph mm-hmm. by yeah. the time we get to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, because who knows what's, what's, what's stopping Daniel Ricciardo from going out and having a crazy party and <laughs> <laughs> fucking up his entire weekend again, you know? But so, no, yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, the Ferrari... Uh, engineers have like done an amazing job to catch up to McLaren this year because like everyone was like laughing at Ferrari just like, a couple years ago. Even last year, they were just like a joke. Even last you know? year, yeah, exactly. Last year was the 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 one where they were in the shits, exactly. bro. Like so, like to come back from that and to match McLaren, which is like the third best car, you know, yeah. to match them, mm-hmm. it's it's impressive. Like they've done an amazing job. 
signing Carlos Sainz, the genius move. Like that's an amazing pairing. Mm-hmm. That like I don't. It was. It didn't make any any sense at first. Everyone was like, "Oh, really, Carlos?" But like now, it's like it's you can't say still, shit. It's perfect. I'm still a little puzzled by it, but I'm like, hey, he's it almost outscoring Charles again. Yeah, you know, like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, I mean, Carlos has off the dude, bro. Yeah. yeah, Carlos is. Just, he's just that guy. He's that guy. He's um, that guy. Yeah, speaking about the last remaining races, though, let's let's talk about that Jetta track, though. Uh, oh, is there going to be a track? Is there going to be a track? <laughs> is there going to be a race? Is it a race on? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I know that there's been, I mean, I know that they're just like behind schedule and like there's still a month or, or or however much time there is left and they got workers working 24-7, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like they, I was wondering like, why they were on the back foot. They had a lot of time to build this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like it. It really just doesn't <laughs> doesn't Makes look sense. close to being finished. I don't know, but like yeah. Kira was mentioning, that shit is gonna be mat- like very slippery. It's gonna be slipping and sliding. Yeah, into those. I think they'll finish those walls. It. I think they'll finish it, but it's. I don't think it's gonna have enough time to cure. Because like I mean, you know, if you if you huh. build like a a football stadium, you know, you can finish it the day before the the game, and it's fine. You know, like if mm-hmm. the grass is there, like it's fine. You know. But, like, for a racetrack, it needs time to, like, cure. Uh, like, it needs to get, like, rubbered in over time. Like, it, a fresh track is, like, so slippery. Like, there's going to be oil, like, like going up to the surface from, like, the pavement. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Like, we all remember, like, last year how fucking slippery Istanbul was. Because it was, like, just freshly repaved. You know? That's what's going to happen at, at Jeddah. But, like, you know, on the fastest street circuit of all time, right next to a bunch of fucking walls, it's, it's a bit more dangerous. You know? So, mm-hmm. I... Uh, it, it seems like a pretty risky move to go through with that race, but I don't see yeah. them, them canceling it just, you know, for money reasons, you know? So we'll see. If what they happens. If were not to go through the race in Jetta, would they just cancel that weekend or would it be like a relocation? What do you guys think would happen? Oh, or, I, mean, I, mean, I think it's, it's too late to relocate. And yeah, I right. doubt, I doubt they're giving back that oil money. I think they shouldn't go ahead and race <laughs> whatever happens. That oil money's ours now. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, but, I, I, mean, I didn't know that. I apologize for that. Yeah, but I mean, I, it's it's definitely uh, an interesting situation to see develop. Uh, it's like, uh, I mean, this is what you get, you know, when you when you when you <laughs> when you go and race in these countries with these like lack of human rights and and regard for you know safety i mean what did you expect you know yeah. it's uh, i don't know it's what they're thinking <laughs> yeah i'm just echoing what lewis said we should just get a a race in south africa and replace <laughs> replace one of these uh these yeah, other I mean, races that no one wants to see i'd be there for right that now. i mean kilami they should get racetrack yeah they should get kilami awesome. up to grade one somehow some way Fingers a big ass Bruno project maybe I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see, but um, <laughs> you know. But uh, oh man, last five races. It's gonna, it's be, gonna be a good one. It's gonna yeah. be a good one, y'all. You're looking forward to. Can't it. get better than this. We're we're about to get get into the holiday season. Title fight F one. I don't know. I don't think it gets much better. Pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> Spooky season just passed. Can't get better. What can we do? <laughs> Can't get better. No, but um. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna no, be 
it's going to be an awesome end of the season. I mean, the season has been, you know, we've been talking about it for months now. It's been an awesome yeah, season. Yeah, I know we, we say it all the time. Yeah, the but it's true. Episode, it is like, like a historic season. Be, we can't say it enough, right? Yeah, like, it's such a good season. Genuine excitement, yeah. Yeah. So, Probably I mean, the best season since, like, 2012, arguably. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see how it turns out. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm butting my nails. I'm I'm kind of terrified <laughs> for Red Bull and Red Max, Bull, but you know we'll I see. I think you need a Red Bull. I might need a Red Bull. That might be the extra three bucks they need to yeah. give Max that extra front wing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week to uh, recap the Mexican Grand Prix. Uh, peace, everyone. Yep, yep. See you then. Bye-bye. Thank you so much.